Straight up 12 o'clock in the Southland. Live Imaging Tuesday with Travis Lee. Whatever happened to Train? Are they still around? I think they have a themed cruise of train fans. Well, yeah. they had this song and they had like, Meet Virginia, yeah. And they have a Hey Soul Sister. Hey Soul hey Sister, Hey Soul yeah. Sister. They have a show tomorrow. Oh. Or actually, no, tonight in New York. Really? Yeah. Tickets are still available. I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know where tickets aren't available to? The 710 Mandy Awards, Saturday, June 10th at the Commerce Casino. The reason why we're playing Calling All Angels, the reason why I'm mentioning the Mandys, they're going to connect, homeboy or homegirl, if you're listening. Oh, here comes the hook. Here it comes there. Oh, anyway, sixty-two <laughs> bucks to get in the building too. Hey. How much? Sixty-two just to get in. And the cruise is called Sail Across the Sun with Train. It sounds awesome. It's a lot of train uh, knowledge there. <laughs> Why would they do an Amtrak? That just doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I must, I must applaud That's that. Pretty good. Even a standing go. Look at you. Anyway, if you want tickets. To the sold-out Mandy Awards. Not the train concert. We don't have those tickets. And it sounds like you can get them if you're in Manhattan right now listening <laughs> on the stream or watching on YouTube at ESPN LA. Come out Friday to Solita's Mexican Restaurant in the city of Anaheim. Going to be a party party oh party for Cinco de Mayo. May 5th is Friday, so it all works out. Right off Catella Avenue off the 57 Freeway. Used to be the Hooters there. Right How in that did you little, know that? Did it used to be the Hooters? Yeah. Because we used to all work at some point. We've all worked at the other radio station in town. Oh, of course. And we used to do a lot of remotes at Hooters. Super fun. But the I know where you're going. The Hooters <laughs> wings were amazing. Too big. That's what everyone goes for. No, no, no. Too big. Oh, this is... Uh... Well, it's I like flats because I like to. I do too. I do too. Flats, flats are my preference, but there, there's a sweet spot. You don't want the really stringy ones, but those monster Frankenstein chickens that you find big, sometimes, yeah. way too big. Do you disagree, or I'm going to continue with my leave live read already in progress. <laughs> so come on out Friday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Live broadcast all day long, and we will have sold out Mandy's tickets to give away. We will have Angels tickets, which is why producer Taylor played that song. Plus Scott Kaplan, Cappy is going to take a group of fans over to the Angels game that night wow. and sit in the Coors Light Zone. I'm going to be there, too, with an Angels hat on. So please come on out and join us for Seco awesome. de Mayo. Take the day off Super work fun. right now. Okay? <laughs> if you didn't want to see Travis Rogers eat fajitas at 1 p.m., then you don't know what life is all about. <laughs> did you order? I did. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What did you get? Travis um, said, hey, my son's going to be there. I need two orders. He's <laughs> not going to be there. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm going to take some to go. I got the shrimp, got the uh, carne asada, and I actually am going to do the carnitas. I'm going to try that carnitas taco too. Yeah, because I. Good decision. I think all Actually, I think I did that. Yeah, I, I think I ended up with those three. By the way, I was like, am I really going to fill this out? I started going through the process. I'm like, this is the greatest thing. So I just get the menu already. Did you do all the sides too? Um, I think I got rice and. What was the other? There was another side. I think there was a corn one on there, if I'm remembering right. Anyway, all these food sides. selections are available at Solita. So be there Friday, right off the 57, Cattell Avenue. You could also take Cattell off the 5 and drive up. You can see parts of Disneyland. Apparently, Travis says you could take the 22. Get off at the block over Chapman. Yep. Take State College up. There's so many ways to get there we should, and press the flesh. We should definitely do one of those margaritas, the big ones, with two straws. <laughs> M could bring her just, straw. Just, but again, bring you guys are so worried. And we you could so all just enjoy a nice w- margarita. Worry is too far. I just would choose not to. Here's the but thing. Again, work on your straw etiquette. <laughs> I am in the, the throes of super keto right now to get ready for the Mandy's. So I might bring my own bacon. Yes, BYOB. <laughs> but, I mean, it's Cinco de Mayo. So maybe I can go fajitas. Just enjoy no tortillas, of yeah, course. Yeah, just say skip the tortilla. But I'm scared about I'm scared about that 7:01 p.m. margarita, or the tequila looking at me, because it's going to be looking and it's going right, to be saying, you, "Hi, can, Chris, happy Cinco de Mayo." Can you take one night off? No, I can have tequila, just straight tequila. That's no carbs. What are you going to do when there's chips and salsa? I can't do that. So then hard. what happens? Then you're going off the road. So then what happens? happens? You want to know By what the happens? Way, you are right. If that's all it takes, it's like if you think oh, I'm here to eat up. Just get one chip, put some salsa on no. it, forget about it. It's, it's done. done. It's all over. <laughs> there was that when you were like in seventh grade. Is that when they did like the dare program and the, the cops yeah. would come into school and tell, talk to you about that stuff? That, hey, you don't want to do this because it's going to lead to this. It's going to lead to this. Yeah. And the next thing you know, your life's coming apart. Turns out that's not entirely true. But I mean, I'm a shiny the, example of that, kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, it's the chips and the guacamole and the salsa that's like the gateway thing. Yes. That's the next thing you know, you're hammering refried greens and Mexican rice. 
rice and burritos. 100%. That's the gateway. So pictures have showed up on my phone from four years ago when we did the Cinco de Mayo party oh, at yeah. El, Torito El Torito in Orange. Yeah. And that was a long day for Chris. And Chris got into a lot of stuff, a lot of food. I believe You're there five was a minutes away. that day. You're I believe Trudell <laughs> woke me up in my car at 7 p.m. that night. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> it was a long day. You're five minutes from your house. You're, bro. You're in great shape, Friday. Friday yeah. should be your day. Like you should just. That should be your your treat day. No, because here's the problem with me: cheat days turn into cheat weekends, then they turn into cheat months. It doesn't help that it's on a Friday because got Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. No, right I'm gonna be okay. There. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it clean. Anyway, Travis and Sliwa, get you ready for Lakers basketball right now. Thank you, Chris. Um, yeah, no, I I. Uh, it's so funny I'm you said you use the Dare program as an example for chips. Am and I sauce. am I wrong? No, you're not. You're not. I have no control for that stuff. I'm really bad. Does at anybody that. have you ever seen anybody have like two or three chips out of that basket and then say, you know, that's more than enough? I've never seen that in my life. LeBron. <laughs> you're, I don't think LeBron would have the he one. Taco Tuesday, so I think he probably likes the chips. I don't know. LeBron's are probably count. vegan yep. and, and made of single-sourced corn yes. that's yeah. actually good for you. Yep. I, don't, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> everything grown in his vegan? backyard. <laughs> yeah, he's got his own <laughs> farm that is, you no, know, LeBron, maybe, maybe. But just I remember that each uh, a chip is, you know, a tortilla. You eat a bunch of full oh, tortillas. I, I said that. I told my girl that this weekend, and she's like, I wish I did not have that information. I'm with her. That information is... How four they're small? Chips, they're small tortillas. Four chips is nothing when you get that basket of chips. You probably eat forty. So that's what I was going to say. So you're having ten small tortillas fried in oil. Yeah, think so. Street taco, right? It's, it's this big. It's the you know it's the size like if you smushed a baseball flat. Yeah, you can eat ten of those. Of course not. But if you fry them in oil, put and them on put salt, some chips and salsa, and smash there. some avocados and. Yeah, it's no, just it's like cheese sticks, but then if you if you fry them and bread them, then I'm gonna eat like eight. That's what I mean. Sticks. Like you couldn't eat four mozzarella sticks, right? I could eat four mozzarella sticks easily. Just sit down and eat four yes. cheese sticks. Hell, hell yeah, I don't think I could. Oh, I don't think I could. I'm on. sorry. That's I think I just don't gross. Yeah, I'm not talking about the fried. I'm just talking like the string cheese ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, oh, the fried ones for sure. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the, but you, you need the fry. You need them to be the kind of ooey yeah. gooey because if they're just the cheese sticks. That's you really gross. Have four cheese sticks yeah. in your stomach. <laughs> right. That doesn't sound like a good idea. You know what Dylan Brooks should have done before the Grizzlies said that they were informing Dylan Brooks that they're not going to bring him back under any circumstances? Mm-hmm. He should have went to Twitter, immediately <laughs> said, I want to let you guys know I am done with the Memphis Grizzlies. You can't fire me. I quit. Yes. <laughs> And then Shams would not have known what to do. He said, wait a minute, I just got this information from the Grizzlies. Yeah, I don't think that uh, Dylan Brooks... Dylan Brooks will be on another team. He'll, he'll be in the NBA. He just won't be in Memphis. And he probably shouldn't be. They need to go find somebody that kind of says, guys, you know, you don't have to go out tonight. You know, guys, you don't have to say something crappy about LeBron James. You know, we should probably take practice a little bit more seriously instead of worrying about uh, where we're going after the game and what we're going to call LeBron James during the game. What's kind of funny, just uh, and this will be the last time we talk about the Memphis Grizzlies until next year. Right. Um, what's kind of funny, it's a really smart move by Memphis. Just right out the gate, it's like, hey, let's not let this linger. Dylan Brooks is gone. Mm-hmm. He's off the team. We're completely moving on. I could not think of another player, and maybe just because this is top of mind right now, that looked and hurt himself so bad within a span of six games that Dylan That's Brooks, whatever his stock was, and I'm, you it's said lower. it, you said it, right? He's yeah. going to come, you'll be He'll on play. another He'll team. Play. That's fine. He, yeah. He's going to, but. To run your mouth, the fact that you're running your mouth and it's a player that's on the Los Angeles Lakers, so just the attention you're going to get. The fact that it's LeBron James, it doesn't get any more, it doesn't get any bigger than that in sports. The fact that you were so bad on the court, the fact that you did not help yourself, the fact that you wouldn't talk to the media in the games that you lost, but talk to them after they won, he really really looks like just a complete fool and this is the icing on the cake we'll move off to this in one second it just it's very odd to me that the grizzlies went out of their way to say we don't want him under any circumstances because it could have been it could have been one of those things that listen our season is over we're going to look at every free agent in the entire league and we're going to find the guys that we think give us the best chance to compete for an nba championship that very clearly means not dylan brooks but it also doesn't 
say to the rest of the league, the other 29 teams, we know this guy and we're done with him. That That's a very different message that they put out there other than just, listen, we're going to evaluate our entire roster and we're going to put together a new team. That's different. They, they chose option B. Well, we definitely, whatever advantages the Lakers had against the Grizzlies, which was immaturity, it was experience, it was guys like Dylan Brooks, that's not going to be happening in the next round. So Steph and LeBron starting yeah. tonight, game mm-hmm. one. Um, on the other side, we saw game two last night. The Nuggets are up 2-0 on the Suns, Kevin Durant, Booker. I, I get that the Lakers and the Warriors are sexy. LeBron and Steph is sexy. That Anthony Davis and Klay Thompson, it's sexy, right? That it's just their names. That even if you're not a super hardcore NBA person, you know who these teams are. You know who those guys are. Seeing the way that Denver just kind of flicked aside Phoenix twice in a row, and they are the number one seed. You're yep. going to have to go through Denver to win um, the Western Conference, probably barring a, a really miraculous comeback from the Suns. Does the winner of the Lakers Warriors series feel like the favorite, or is it still? I mean, they've they've just had a very easy ride to the playoffs. They've played what is it seven games? They've won six of them. The one they lost was on the road in overtime. No, I, I think I think there's something to what Denver's doing. But in the fact that you and I before the series started, but I think it had more to do with Phoenix for me. I agree that I wasn't going to pick Phoenix after this. Just watching those few games with the Clippers, Phoenix wasn't selling me that hey. Watch out for us in the playoffs, but I, I I don't know why we do this, but we do. There's certain teams that if they have not won it all or got to the NBA Finals, we dismiss them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's happened to Denver. Denver had the best record in the Western Conference. That's a really great accomplishment for the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets have Jamal Murray back, and he's healthy. They have a well-rounded team. The Joker, if he's not the MVP, he's the runner-up. He just continues to be a great basketball player. They're playing the Phoenix Suns, and in the first two games, yesterday I know it kind of came down to the fourth quarter, and then Denver completely outscored them, but don't take that away from them. They have looked like the best team in the Western Conference because they took care of the Minnesota Timberwolves no problem, and here they are now in round two. At least through the first two games, they look great. And you tell me if you agree with this. Does it just come down to when we have hesitation? We had hesitation on the Kings because they hadn't been there. We had hesitation on Memphis because we had not seen them get to a certain point. Denver got to the Western Conference Finals. They got to the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers in the bubble. But that was a few years back now. Mm -hmm. Jamal Murray missed 18 months to come back from his injury. Let's put it this way. Lakers get past the Warriors. You got a real series against Denver. The Warriors get past the Lakers. You got a real series against Denver, but I still think you hesitate because you have not seen it's those brands. guys get there. It's brands, right? It, it's it, the Nuggets brand is not the Lakers. The Nuggets brand is not the Warriors. If you've watched NBA basketball for the last ten years, Warriors been in the finals virtually every season, right? They're just they're in there over and over again. LeBron James has been to the finals ten times in his career. The Lakers seemingly are in the finals. AD has always played well against Denver. A- a- absolutely, mm-hmm. it just it's brand awareness. It's just I know what this is, right? It's it's Coca Cola and Pepsi on one side, and then on the other side, you've mm. got some you know Walmart brand or whatever it is. It may be better right now. They may be doing something that's totally. But it's I know what this is. I know what this experience is. I know what it's going to look like. It's brand awareness. Doesn't mean that the other one that that the Nuggets are the best team because they what Jokic is doing is my favorite thing, and it's and, and it's not exclusive to basketball. It's exclusive to any sport. He's making very difficult things look very easy. Hmm. He makes just standing at the top of the three-point line and looking around and, uh, I'll dish it here, I'll dish it there, okay, I'll spin off this pick, we'll do a little pick, eh, nobody's guarding me, I'll take a three. It looks like he's playing pickup basketball with his kids. And and that everyone else looks like they're working really hard to get done what they need to get done. Steph is running 10,000 miles a game. LeBron is playing, at, you know, like LeBron plays. AD is playing hard. Jokic just has a little bit over here, a little bit over here, take a three, and they're just smashing people. So it's not the best example, but I think that's the best one I could come up with. Before Milwaukee got to the finals and won it all, mm-hmm. I'd always have hesitation sure. with Milwaukee. And then since Milwaukee won it all, the last two years, I'm like, it's going to go through the Bucks. Watch out for the Bucks. Like, there's no Giannis. This that that hasn't not, gone through him once since then. And, and but here, you're right. Yeah. And, and this is kind of the funny thing that I almost feel like that's Denver. 
You just got to see them get there once. And then all of a sudden you might be saying, no, Denver's the team to beat. So what happens tonight? Is it LeBron better than Steph? Steph better than LeBron? Or is it everybody else that's out on that court? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Live Imaging Tuesday with Travis Sleep. On a Lakers game day Tuesday, thanks to our friends at Mikuel Ultra. Don't forget game one tonight. How could you forget? You're not going to forget. But don't forget to be there at 5.30 p.m. for the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off with Sleep. Tip off at 7 p.m. John Ireland, Michael Thompson have all your play-by-play right here. Your Lakers playoff station on the push to Banner 18. Western Conference semi-time. Playoff Sliwa. Can you imagine, Slee, if we hmm. just keep rolling hmm. and we get that banner 18? I think you need to be enshrined outside of crypto.com. <laughs> where would you put it? Right next to Magic? Or where, where do you get your spot? We put it underground. <laughs> Wait, is it like a tomb? In the media in, room. In the East lot? Or? <laughs> the media uh, room is a great good. idea, Emily. Yeah, it's actually good. I love it. All right, Travis and Sliwa continues. Live Imaging Tuesday right now. There's an area where they're preparing the food and cleaning and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it would be. Maybe on like, like a Chick's desk, right? Is is where's Bob Miller have the desk? One of uh, them's like sitting behind. Chick the desk. has the desk. Chick has the desk. Yeah, yeah Chick has the desk because I think you could sit right next though. Yeah, yeah. yeah you should maybe, maybe just like a little thing on Chick's desk, like they can just engrave A S, right? Which I know you've told me this before. I keep forgetting. What's your middle name? Elias. Elias. Yeah. A E S, just right there in the desk, and everybody like, no, no, what's no. that for? Like. As for me. No, or we'll PS know. for Playoff Sliwa. <laughs> A-E-P. Alan Elias Playoff Sliwa. <laughs> right? The P has to go before the Sliwa. I think that's it. So LeBron and Steph are going to be in every graphic. They're going to be in every tease. They're going to be in every promo coming in and out of this series. I think they should go Vanderbilt and Gary Payton <laughs> well, the second. Was, it was the series with the Hawks that was uh, – who was the the second? It doesn't matter. DeJounte the, Murray? What, no, no. This Collins? was a couple years Deandre ago. Oh. It was – who? No, DeAndre I think Hunter? no, I think no, it, was it, was, Collins. it was Collins. I think it, it was, was John Collins, Collins against like Chris Middleton. Yeah, it was like what? Like what? <laughs> like we're not doing Trey and and Giannis? Like what, what? What do you mean? That doesn't make any sense. So it's going to be Steph and it's going to be LeBron and it should be. Is that going to determine who wins the series, or is it going to come down to those guys both need to be who they are, which are Hall of Fame level players? LeBron, you know, are in the goat conversation. Steph in the conversation for best player of a ten year window. But it's going to come down to Draymond Green and 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 Anthony Davis and Clay Thompson and Jared Vanderbilt and D'Angelo Russell. Here, here's why I don't think it will come down to LeBron and Steph. And I'm gonna I'm gonna use them both. If you said, "Hey, how do you feel about LeBron James going into this series?" We could have some questions. You could say, "Hey, I wonder if the the amount of games is that's going to start wearing on LeBron." Wow, we had a game where he went five of seventeen against Memphis and had one of those performances. Like, well, that's odd. Yeah, it happens. Maybe it happens more frequently when you're in year twenty and you're two hundred and seventy playoff games in. Sure, but for the most part, Bron is not somebody that I feel that I'm worried about. If you said who concerns you, I would say, all right, is AD going to have? A great series, or is AD going to have a? Can I stop you right there? Because I, I my first instinct is to say I'm, I'm, he's at the top of the list of hey, what, what are you going to get? But we know what we're going to get. You're going to get. Let's just for the sake of the conversation say that this goes seven games. You're going to get three games where he's terrific. You're going to get two games where he's just kind of okay, and he's excellent on the other side. Yeah, and then you're going to have two six like, out of the seven. What the games. hell was that? That's what we're going to get, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just this is what he gives you, and and. 
I don't know when what the order is going to be. You never quite know how many what that's did you say? Be. How many did you say would be great? Three. I think you're going to get three games where he's like, yeah, dude, there it is. That's, Thirty-one that's and eighteen, the, and you're going to get mm-hmm. three of those. You're going to get two. Well, he seemed kind of disinterested and inactive and passive, and then there's going to be one that's just like, what the okay, heck so was that? Based off what you just said, can they win a series where he has? Let's use what he did versus Memphis. Okay. Let's just take what he used in Memphis, where he had some good games, he had some okay games, and he was great on defense the whole time. He had 26 blocks in the series over six games. Is that enough, you think? And I know there's a lot of other questions. Wow, what does LeBron do with the role players or this? I, I get all that. But is what he did against Memphis enough, you think, to beat the Golden State Warriors? No. I would agree with you. Yeah. I don't think that's enough. So... If but but the way he he performed against Memphis, was it a surprise or is that kind of who he is? It's kind of who he is. Kind of who he is. Because yeah. I think it goes to what you're saying. That, yeah, yeah, good game, average game, good game, average game. It kind of that's kind of who he is. Really good on the defensive I side. I think the fact that we don't know is that we do know. You know that just, I don't know, man. It, it could be anywhere between. He was the best player in the gym, and it wasn't even close to. Yeah, he was not very good tonight. That, that's just not true. Steph will have a bad game, but there's not going to be a moment where you're like, yeah, he had nothing to do with that game. LeBron, too. That's mm-hmm. that's the Anthony Davis conundrum. When he's when he's great, forget it. But he's not Steph. He's not LeBron. He's not those guys that every time you know it's go time, you're going to get something very close to that. Do you think, just to flip it, do you think it comes down? I don't think LeBron and Steph are – Hey, LeBron had a great series. That's why they won. Steph had a great series. That's why they won. It's going to be because D'Angelo Russell had a couple of games like he had in Game Six. Yep. It's going to be because Rui Hachimura had a game yep. where he had twenty-five points. Or on the other side, yep. Wiggins had two really good games, it, and Jordan Poole had a game where he took over, and Clay it, did what he I did. I love Clay because I love Michael, and I. But but Clay's kind of hot and cold. He's now. inconsistent. He's super hot and cold. So either hitting everything or not hitting a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to come down if. if if Clay's hot more often than he's not, Lakers are in trouble. If Wiggins has a couple of games like he had in the finals against the Celtics sure, last year, sure. get ready because they have more guys I think that can elevate than the Lakers do. Doesn't mean that they will, but that this is why it's so incredibly even. It's so mm-hmm. incredibly even because the star power, star to star on draw. Really, if we're maybe slightly in Steph's advantage, but too too close to call. Second best guy, AD, probably advantage to, the, to, to the Lakers. Yeah. Once you get down there, it's probably advantage to the Warriors on the I next three there. or four guys. Yeah, so I agree there. It's so coaching narrow advantage to Steve. Maybe not even a narrow advantage. It's an, an advantage. advantage to Steve. He's Kirk. been there. He's done it for sure. It's going to come down to what LeBron said who makes a bad rotation who doesn't close out who goes the wrong way who doesn't foul on a three-point shot who does foul on a three-point shot all of those little things that the Lakers have had moments where they've struggled with that the Warriors typically don't it could come down to one of those Lakers need to be very very clean there's a um there's a I think a scenario of you look at all those players that the Lakers got. We know the stats, right? Lakers, one of the best records in the NBA since the trade deadline. Their the defensive, best. Their defensive stats, we know how good it's been. Um, they've been really, really good. The one thing that I look at between these two teams, after you get past LeBron and Anthony Davis, what kind of experience do these guys have on this kind of stage? Austin Reeves has never been on this stage before. And I'm not telling you Austin Reeves is going to fold. I'm just telling you that Austin Reeves has never been on this stage before. It's an unknown. Rui's never been where the spotlight's on him like this. Go down the list. Jared Vanderbilt, D'Angelo Russell, where the other side of it, most of those guys, and I won't, let's not count Clay, let's not count Draymond, and let's not count uh, Steph Curry, the three guys that have been there since the beginning. But most of all those other players were there for the last year's championship. Why do you think we do they this? They were there for that run. They, you're, we never talk about them. Is it because they were the sixth seed? Is it because that the regular season has become so peculiar in the NBA? What's that? They're the defending champions. I know. And it's the same team, essentially. <laughs> right? It's not like they're the defending champions and they Steph Curry retired. 
or it's the defending champions and uh, you know Draymond Green and Clay Thompson were traded to other teams or signed as free agents or a- Andrew Wiggins has missed the entire year because he twisted his ankle or it's the same nine months team. ago they were winning in Boston. It's, it's because it was such a, a surprise last year that they won the the national the the NBA championship. Like, do you think that has something to do with it? Not for I, me. I, I, me neither. Yeah, but me. but it's a it's as good a theory as anything else. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they're the six seed. Maybe it's because they went whatever it is eleven and and thirty one on the road or whatever. Be more it is. that it, it's it's that a, they had an average regular season that they didn't have this dominating performance in the regular season that Sacramento took them seven that there are maybe some cracks there that maybe we weren't not it's not we weren't expecting but this is what didn't happen this year. The Golden State Warriors didn't win a championship and then come out in the regular season and dominate the Western no. Conference. That didn't happen. It's actually the opposite. They had to play till the final game to avoid the playing tournament, right? So there's maybe a little bit of that that has lingered once the playoffs Who's their started. second best guy and, and, and who matches up with their second best guy? Let's do that when we get back. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. It is a live image Tuesday, uh, Tuesday. Travis and Sliwa right here on 710. Don't forget, Super Crosstalk's coming up in about 20 minutes. Ireland on the show today, live from the Bay Area. Mason and Ireland join Travis and Sliwa. That's coming up. And then, of course, Mason and Ireland. Sedano and Cap at 4 p.m. today. They'll walk you up to the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off at 5.30 with Slee. So in Sunday's Succession episode, I'll bring in producer Emily. The bit was this Living Plus announcement. I, I hate to spoil anything, but at this point, you know we're going to talk about it on a Tuesday. <laughs> and the whole point, M, was this Living Plus product that the company that the, the Logan, the, the Roy company that was putting out, is like a retirement home, right? So it's a cruise ship on land. Uh, <laughs> so yes, it's essentially a retirement home where uh, it's set, it's a it's a vertical integration of, of sorts of everything that Ra- Waystar Royco owns, you can get at this cruise. So uh, the, that company has sports, movies, uh, politics, uh, a bunch of other Theme stuff. Theme parks. Theme parks, yes, but all in one vertical integration from... Uh, so this would be like if there was a Walt Disney uh, retirement community. Mm. Yeah. That seems like a decent idea. Like Mickey's just walking <laughs> up. Oh, boy. Donald Duck shows up oh, to deliver your newspaper every morning. That's not a horrible idea, actually. <laughs> or Iron worse. Man. Or like a Marvel there person. Yeah, exactly. So what would be your I- ideal retirement uh, community there, Trap? Well, it would have to be food themed. Is there like a food conglomerate? That food and golf. Like a Hooters? Got to be on like, a golf not, course. Not Hooters. Yeah, that's um, not. But big wings. Like, Mars bars. <laughs> what about Mars like something? an In and Out fantasy camp where you get to go and you get to eat your double doubles and your animal fries? You play a little golf in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Maybe a, there's a tavern that you can get some animal like fries. Like an applesauce bar. Applesauce <laughs> bar. <laughs> like a soft serve. Yeah, right? yeah. You Instead show up anytime. It's open twenty four hours. Yeah, I, I'm, I, that works for me. What about you? Where there's just a movie theater. I mean, we watch Columbo all day. <laughs> there you go. I think I would do nine oh two and oh. I'm sorry. I'm good. We throw a little nine oh two and oh in the morning. Classic nine oh two in the morning. Columbo at night. College graduation. We're done with nine oh two and oh. That's the end of it, right? It's funny. I, I meant to text you on that Pluto TV channel. They were rerunning the last season. Now they've they've gone deeper into like post college. Yeah. When like Not Hillary much. Swank showing up and yeah, Vanessa Marcel or whatever her name is. Yeah. But it was just like. Gosh, I remember being a teenager thinking like, "Did you stick with it till oh, the very end?" Oh, I stuck end? with it because of Kelly. Oh, I, I, I tapped him out. But this was—it was not good television. <laughs> no, no, no. The end of the CU. I want a uh, Chili's themed one. So obviously, <laughs> nope. you get Chili's anywhere you go. But obviously, people who like Chili's, we're all like-minded people. So you know, you want to just have some fun in your neighborhood. Go play some cornhole. Be a, like, you can watch a game at the Chili's and stuff. But everything's a Chili's themed, and I think that I would love that world. I'm going to be in a movie theater next to you, just playing Godfather. <laughs> We'll just keep doing that, and then well, we can just go in, back and uh, forth. Like a mafioso world, all or three, whatever? or just the first two? Just the first two. Yeah, okay. we don't. Well, you could get the third one just to appreciate one and two more. And then you, you can make... have food based off of the Godfather, like whatever they eat, you oh, can make, eat. Yeah. Make so, a little like all in there. I like that. <laughs> you the make table. the case for Godfather. You're the only person that kind of tries to make the case for Godfather. It's not three. as bad as you think. It's pretty bad. No, but you got Andy Garcia. You got Joey Zaza. Zaza. You got the helicopter scene, which is interesting. Remember when we tried getting funches on Godfather? Yeah. No interest. Literally <laughs> zero interest. You it got was the like whole, it is a long movie. Just when I thought it's I was out, they pulled me back in. I really like Joey Zaza. Uh, funches was the best. 
as if we were trying to get him to watch just this random movie a documentary on how to make cheese. <laughs> Like it just—it was a task <laughs> that he just simply did not want to do. Guys, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but Sounds I want to hear. It's, this is what I've been waiting for. This is why I inserted the bit. I want to hear producer Taylor's because this is going to be interesting. He is ideal retirement. Uh, retirement community. Yeah. I just, furries. I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> why do you? I just, uh, it's a training room where it's all music. 2003. Sacramento can I, Kings. Can I opt for okay. euthanasia? And you can light really the beam. To do you can light the beam at any time. <laughs> Every house is a beam coming out of the chimney. <laughs> That's a good way to. But what? No, you wouldn't want like an. A music-themed place where you could go see live, live music, music all night. the time. You could oh, perform. People yeah. coming in with their accordions and just playing music for me all the time. Yeah. Well, you oh, you yeah. can choose to go or not. You're not. So in this in this scenario, attendance. am I able-bodied or yes. am I just am I bound to a wheelchair? Oh, he's, he's he's farming too. Yeah, there's a little like an area like farming. he's got a little garden. <laughs> yeah, a little garden, a little area. garden to tend to. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll be fine. I and affordable rent, I'm sure, is also good too. You know, raccoons well, who in every like room. That, right? <laughs> One rac- raccoons in every room. You feel right at home. Okay, Where's, like where does this just, place exist? I feel like we just did that social media bit where you see like the Taylor Smith starter pack. There's like a fiddle, a Sacramento Kings jersey, and then just like, why is there a raccoon in the corner of the meme? <laughs> Uh, Tra- See, there you go. You got it all set up now. Travis and Sliwa continues the Live Imaging Tuesday right now. Thank you, Chris. As the, the raccoon, you still have like, I know they haven't come into your room. Are they still all over your Wait, backyard? Wait, close the door, right? Yeah. The door is closed. Funny how that helps. <laughs> Although there was a possum a few weeks ago. Those are so yeah, gross. I posted that online. Yeah, those are scary. They're just gross. Yeah. You know what it is? It's the tail. Right, it's like the a face a ra- too. I mean, the face. The is, face isn't great. Don't get me wrong. The face is scary as but heck. Like the a raccoon has the fluffy tail, right? A, a squirrel has the fluffy tail. Possums and rats have that right. skinned tail. It's Jeez. just terrible to look. And at. my dagu that I had as a kid. You're Again, what? why middle schoolers are the worst. Uh, but I had a dagu, which is like a mix between a chinchilla and a rat. Oh, that's right. I had a little rodent. Dagu sleep. Little cutie pie. Just get yeah, like three or four it looks, of those. It, it looks ferocious. Like it a does. raccoon Nikki does not, not look ferocious. ferocious. Yeah. No, no, he's showing possum pics. Oh, yeah, those are ferocious. Yeah. I don't know if they are, but they look it. They have a look like they're going to rip your face off, but I just don't think they're. You're driving late at night or early in the morning and they're like crossing the street. They're so. And they stop and look, and I'm like, oh. And then they scamper into the sewer. I'm like, well, God, I know that there are things down there that I don't want to know about, but just just absolutely awful. Who's the best player on on the second best player on the Warriors League? Is it Andrew Wiggins? Because. LeBron AD. So the most important? Just the guy that's going to impact the series the most. Usually we have kind of an easy knee jerk. And I think with Golden State, there's a quick second here. So Andrew Wiggins could potentially be the second best player and none of us would blink an eye. It's like, yeah, it's Andrew Wiggins. Look what he did last year. How about that playoff run? He was so great in the finals. He was terrific. Clay Thompson has moments where, like, this guy ain't going to miss a shot. And then he also has moments where he can't make a shot. Mm-hmm. So I, I hesitate with Clay, where it always used to be when KD wasn't there. Steph it Clay. always used to be Steph and Clay. Sure. But there's also, I'm, I'm throwing another name out here impactful, most important. Kavon Looney had three games in the last series. We had 20 plus rebounds, three games out of those seven. So. I don't know if I could give you a, hey, it's this guy, because I don't know if there's one guy that is their second best player. I think there's a little bit of, it was that guy that game. It was this guy the the following game. That's kind of how the Kings series went. The Lakers need one more guy. They need one more guy that's been through this before. We were talking about it earlier. Watching the Nuggets last night, who are just kind of flicking teams aside really, really easily. They, yeah. they took care of Minnesota in five. They've got Phoenix down 2-0. And, and they look like they're doing it with relative ease. But there were some moments watching last night when the Nuggets, Jokic, is, they, they run the same play. They run that high pick and roll every time, and, and Jokic decides where he wants to go with the ball, where he found KCP a couple of times on the wing or in the corner, and he takes it, and he's open, and, and he's they're up. Big and they're big shots. They are big shots. Big shots. And I'm 100% comfortable watching him take that shot. That's not one of those – that's a bad shot. He should they, – they, he's – it's forcing the issue. Having that third guy that's been through it, he doesn't have to be an all-star, and, and I'm not putting KCP and Derek Fisher in the same category. I know what you're saying. But just that other guy, Robert Ory, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox, these guys that it's Kobe and it's Shaq, it's Powell and it's Kobe. Like, you got your two-headed monster. Yeah. 
but just another guy, or preferably two, but one more that, hey, man, I've taken this shot in the finals mm. before. I've taken the shot in the Western Conference finals. I might miss it, but it's not going to be because why do I have the ball with four seconds left in the Western Conference finals? It's because I've been taking the shot with these guys for year after year after year. Seeing KCP with the Nuggets last night kind of made me go, man, I wish they had one more guy like that. There was a tweet. Um, Haru on Twitter hit us both up. He said, I understand some are, some of our guys – have no experience, but how else are stars born? Who should be, uh, we should be excited for the birth of baby stars instead of doubting the unknown. I think what he's trying to say there is okay, well, this is your opportunity. I'm gonna give you an example. Game one, Lakers walk into Memphis, they win that game. Mm -hmm. And the only story that we walked away from is Reeves having these big shots at the end of the game and Rui having 29. Right. That I think the point that he's trying to make is there is there are guys here that can can become the KCP that you're talking about or be that Brian Shaw or be that Shaw's a great example. I'm just using uh, uh, Trevor gotcha. Ariza had some moments that's right <laughs> Trevor Ariza had some moments sure. when he was the Lakers and I think we always want what's guaranteed yeah I, but this is a guy I already know because I've seen him do it before and the Lakers are going to have guys that have never been in this stage before but walk into the moment and say I'm okay with this I'm comfortable with this I've been doing this all season with the Lakers anyways maybe it is Austin Reeves but I just use that as an example which is not a bad perspective I, I think what this kind of goes back to something we were talking about yesterday with Darvin and and I think this is a strength of his that he realizes that player X, let's just use D'Angelo. D'Angelo's having a bad night. We're not going to use D'Angelo. We're going to go in a different direction. We're going to play Schroeder. Okay. And yeah, so yeah. he he this isn't these are my five guys they close games with. And I think that's a strength of Hams to be able to recognize that look, it's just not your night. We're going to move on. But I do think the deeper you go into this and, and and the longer you watch basketball and the longer you see the teams that are there year after year, you kind of know exactly who those five guys are going to be. Not that they can't miss. Even the, the, the one that the Lakers won in the bubble is going to be LeBron, it's going to be AD, it was going to be Rondo, it was going to be Caruso, and it was going to be mm. KCP and maybe Danny Green. Like You knew who those four or five guys were going to be at the end of the games. Right now, it's LeBron, AD, more than likely Austin Reeves, mm -hmm. and then who's ever hot. Could be Rui. Could be Dennis Schroeder. Uh, D'Angelo could be sitting on the bench. Sure. That could happen. That's, sure. And, and, you know, we actually kind of went through a, a few of these guys. The Schroeder one is a player that's been in the league for a long time, is a player that has kind of gone through some of these playoff series before. Remember the game against Minnesota, the play-in? D'Angelo wasn't playing well. Dennis Schroeder was in the game Hit at the end of the shot. game. Hit the big shot in the corner, that three. Um, but I think it's a. I think I think what you're saying has a lot of. It, it's a valid point to make that there has to be. By the time we're sitting here tomorrow, are we saying, "Wow, Rui did it again"? Are we saying, "Wow, Reeves did it again"? Or are we saying, "Damn, that's going to be a problem." That after LeBron and Anthony Davis, are you are you able to rely on some of these guys? And when it. Andrew Wiggins goes to take that shot. You're not like, is that the guy? It's like, yeah, fine. I'm okay. Clay, sure. Jordan right? Poole. Jordan Poole, fine. Gary Payton Jr. Probably not want him taking the shot, but if he's but on But he got the a court, big offensive rebound. Right. If he's and, on yeah. the court and he makes a play, you're like, yeah. It, it, that's the, the advantage that the Warriors have is they've got a much deeper roster of those guys. The advantage that the Lakers have is I just think they're just a little bit better. Not, not, a, not by a mile, but I do think that they're a little bit better. This is going seven. Every day, the emotional train wreck that we're going to be one day to the next over the next what is it 10 12 days yeah it's going to be a lot i'm just going to stay with what i, I said lakers in seven against memphis i'll just go lakers in seven against the warriors Do it let's again. just go seven the dumps coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn who was your favorite teacher that you had in your academic career, Slee? Today is National Teacher Appreciation Day. Do you have one that jumps to the top of your mind so i think i've mentioned this before it was a history teacher i had uh, in high school, Mr. Bosworth. And I think I talked about, he just... Did you call him the boss? I should have called him the boss. I, I should have called him the boss. But it was, um, it was, you, know, you have a teacher that's like very animated and mm -hmm. very, very into what he's doing. Um, you can feel that, right? Sure. Like you could feel that energy. He was that. It's like you, everything was, it's almost like he's acting 
whatever he's teaching so that then you pay it's it's uh, easier to pay attention to there's just something about somebody that's enthusiastic about what they did emily your t- your dad is a math teacher yes math teacher yeah. now but he used to be an elementary school teacher okay so but when that person is excited to be there every day when that person is excited to relay the knowledge that they have and teach somebody something new there's nothing like it and quite frankly there there are not a lot that resonate like that i i had two I had two that I still remember. Mr. Burke at Arcadia High. I don't know if he's still there. He may still be. He was a history teacher of mine. He was awesome. Saw him at a Dodger game one time. Freaked me out. It was like, what, you like exist outside of that classroom? And my baseball coach, who was also like a civics teacher, it was like a weird class where they're like kind of mm. quasi-government. I actually learned some things, and he was funny, and he was engaging. That's the secret sauce. Yeah, I uh, had two teachers, and they also were friends, but Mrs. Perry and Mrs. Driest, and they were like my English teacher slash my theater teacher, and it was just really fun that I had a place that I could go to that I was, one, accepted like for who I am. I was excited about the work that we were doing, and they actually approached things in a fun, interesting way of like, oh, we're going to act out the Odyssey instead of just doing this, and oh, we're going to you know, we're gonna decorate the door or whatever book we're reading. And I think it was, teachers are heroes, and teachers that go above and beyond, you'll always remember them, and that's why teachers are so important. Taylor, you have one that you remember? Yeah, I think I've talked about him too before, but shout out to Dave the Wildcat Morgan. He was my <laughs> shop and welding teacher, awesome. and he was a very intimidating man, but he demanded respect, and I'll always appreciate that from do, him. Do you ever take Shopsley? Mr. White and Mr. Cleary were my shop I teachers, Taylor. Uh, Mr. White and Cleary? Yeah. <laughs> Woodshop, yeah. Yeah, I took Woodshop. It was actually very terrific. Interesting. I liked it. Now, I wasn't good at it. but Nor was I, but it yeah. was really fun to try to learn how to do it. And the, somebody that has those skills was always, a, did you take metal shop or wood shop or both? I took both, yeah. yeah so too. welding was a college course that I took. And mm-hmm. then um, I think wood I took wood shop, did he have all and of then they appendages? kicked me out. Like, That's enough. For this. So that's <laughs> funny story. One of our... Or one of his students, I guess, um, cut off part of his finger on a bandsaw, and Mr. Morgan didn't bat an eye. He just, you know, very calmly walked over, got everything taken care of, um, got the kid to the hospital, but he was a cool cucumber. Yeah, the, the bandsaw is the one they use to cut up the sides of beef in the uh, butcher shop. Yep. Those are, those are they mean business. It'll tear through you. Yeah, be careful with your fingers. You ever watch so. some of these guys, you get one of these cooking classes. I mean, I know you do, and I'm, I'm sure you probably do it. The way they're just chopping, oh. chopping, chopping. And their just fingers are just slowly moving. Just gotta like bear claw. a guide. Yeah. Bear claw. Yeah, I, I know. I've tried, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just go slow. And you don't I, move the knife. The I, knife moves. I understand. Yeah. I understand. I know the theories. Fingers I just gone. know that that Tip knife, of the finger is gone. I'm good. Because even professionally, too, they still cut themselves sure, make kind mistakes. of a lot. It happens. I watch Chopped at least once an episode. There Somebody's go. cutting themselves. I don't need that in my life. It's The Rock's birthday. Are you looking at this right now? Okay, you're looking at somebody. Like, Taylor, do you know how old The Rock is? Oh. Dwayne. I see where you're, I see where you're going yeah. with this. Yeah. Is he in his 60s like you, Trev? <laughs> not cool, <laughs> and no, he's not. What, 45? He's 51 years yeah. old. That is not what, like, 51 years old is, is glasses, balding, gray, Yes, I am describing myself, <laughs> but the the rock is in his fifties. Just doesn't add up. Sometimes at all. I get caught up He's watching. Bald. I get I get caught up Not watching purpose. him and uh, and um, why am I forgetting the who does all the oh, Kevin Hart? Uh, I, I get caught up watching both him and Kevin Hart together. They're I hilarious. You confuse them. No, they're, they're not. The same they're movie. they're hilarious together, but when they're together, you're just looking at the size of the rock. And the size of Kevin Hart. Kevin, Kevin Hart is small. a small dude. Yeah. And I just look at the rock. I'm like, what is, how? How is your arms and your shoulders? And he's humongous. He can also sing. He sang in Moana. He sang uh, You're Welcome in, in Moana for all those people who have young children out there. But it's also such, such a baller thing to also name yourself The Rock and, and actually live up to that. He's so that that that's the thing, right? Like I understand that if you first of all, he's got great genetics and he's a big guy just yep. naturally. But the discipline we were talking about us with the, the tortilla chips, yeah, to go to the gym not once a day, not twice a day, but be in the gym all day every day, so you can look like that when you want to look like that. I could never in a million years. I can't go to the gym two days in a row. H- have you guys ever seen? So he's famous for doing his cheat, cheat days. days. Yeah, yeah. 
and I, I love that people will do this, you know, on YouTube. They'll say, hey, I'm going to do one of The Rock's cheat days. It's fine. Do that. But do you know what he did to get to a cheat day? Like, we just look at it and say, wow, he can eat that much sushi. Amazing. <laughs> it the guy the actually one. did That's something. That's the one I always think of. Too. Me too. <laughs> but yeah, a- I, have a, I have a lot of uh, people on Twitter, or not Twitter, on TikTok and YouTube is it that will do The Rock's workout too. Like, I'm going to do The Rock's mm. just arm workout just today, and they can't even get through like half of but it. But that's the thing. He does it every day for 30 years, probably, probably longer. It's not just The Rock just didn't decide to be The Rock a week ago. Right? It's not that I'll, I'll just go nuts on sushi once every seven days. It's that. It, it. He also. Happy birthday, Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> 51. It was a funny thing, too. So, um, the only. or There there were some celebrity sightings in Charlottesville, but uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson has a house in Charlottesville. And so, people at UVA sometimes would go to a Planet Fitness and The Rock would be there. And that's like the weirdest setting I think that I could ever think of. You like, you're just at, in random Charlottesville, Virginia. That's, that's the most disorienting sighting that you can have is that somebody that famous in a in a town not known for famous people mm. at a place where just regular joes kind of go to work out yeah. that the you'd be like that guy looks a lot like Well, the I rock. think there's you a lot to do with it. it was he him. was trying to save some money cuz Planet Fitness I think it's $10, $10 a month. A month. Of course. So because that's 10 a month, he didn't want to go pay for the equipment in his own home. <laughs> the Warriors Lakers ticket uh is the most expensive non-finals playoff oh series my gosh. ever. That 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 makes sense, right? First of all, you don't get matchups like this in the second round you don't yeah. get matchups like this in the finals all that or in the finals all that often where lebron james goat status you know not, we're not relitigating all that again yeah but he's in the mix against the other guy he's the only other guy who can say over the last 10 years he's been as good as lebron james and they're playing each other in the second round so there's some great history here too right so whether you're a big nba fan or you're a casual fan whether you're a big sports fan or you're a casual fan you're going to tune in to see the stars and that's what it is, right? So the fact that average ticket price seven hundred and twenty six dollars, a lot of these people are not, you know, whether they're big fans or not, they just want to be at what is kind of a, you know, probably the last run for LeBron to get an opportunity versus Steph Curry. You never know what happens. Is that if the average or the get in? The, the average, average the price seven twenty six. I wonder what the get in is. So I saw for the, the game three, the one that's back here in LA, the highest price was thirty one thousand dollars. That's thirty one grand is the most expensive. Yes. That's what you sit in Jack Nicholson's seat. You gotta be right. You gotta be sitting <laughs> in his lap for thirty one thousand. It was. You kind of knew the Lakers going to take care of business the night that Jack was in that. Oh yeah, that yeah, was, that was a that closeout was, game. That yeah. was. He's kind of like the closer. Good to, see, good to see him. The only time I saw him recently was they those scammy photographers took on his, his picture porch out on the or, patio, yeah, patio or something like that. Let me tell you, you take a picture of me on my patio. At uh, at nine o'clock in the morning, I'm going to look as bad as Jack did in those shots. <laughs> and Jack didn't give like a fifteen years. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I think his acting days are probably. And Jack over, didn't but... give a you know what in those. He's yeah, probably like, exactly. yeah, go ahead and take the photo. I don't right. think Jack's given a you know what for quite some time. No, so, I, <laughs> I think his career is built on I don't give a you know what. <laughs> it is. It seemed to work out for him. Let's do a little super crosstalk. All right, Mace is here in the house. Ireland is obviously up in San Francisco, getting ready for game one the night of the Lakers and the Warriors. Johnny, on with us? Yes, sir. All Can't right. wait. Can't wait for tonight. I was just going to say, like, is there is it buzzy up there when you're out oh, and yeah. about? Buzzy. Is it super buzzy? Um, everybody talking about it. Everybody, and you guys were just talking about the ticket prices. Everybody trying to get in. Uh, Mace, you asked about the get-in price. Yeah. The get-in price tonight appears about three seventy-five for the nosebleeds. Three seventy-five for the worst seat in the house. Right. And then the top ticket is, you know, well over two thousand. Yeah. Wow. Three. We just we just had thirty-one thousand for 31, uh, game three. Game, game three. For game three. Most expensive. Most expensive. Yeah. The you, maybe the last time Steph and LeBron meet in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. You never know it's going to happen again. Exactly. Well, and it's so weird that it's happening in the second round too, because just of the way that the seedings went, the way that the series broke along the way, and it. it we were talking about a little bit earlier, John. The Nuggets have looked so good in the games that they've played. Are, are we kind of just skipping over the fact that they are still the heavy favorites in the Western Conference, or is whoever comes out of the one that you're going to call tonight on the top side of that? I uh, I disagree with you that the Nuggets have looked so good. Um, really? Last night, I thought they were they got nothing out of Michael Porter and nothing out of Jamal Murray. And still won by, one by double digits, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it has more to do with Phoenix not making shots. The Lakers beat Denver twice during the season. 
So I think whoever wins this series has a real chance to go to the finals. Den- I don't have Denver as an overwhelming favorite like it sounds like you do. Is Denver a better matchup for the Lakers than the Warriors? Hmm, that's a good question. Hmm. Uh, they don't have Steph, so yep. I think I'd rather play Denver than the Warriors, but you got to get through Golden State to get there. So, you know, it really doesn't matter. So, uh, John, yesterday, Travis Rogers extended his career by attempting to become an actor so uh he wants to be in describe this it's a fernando there is a there's a series in development that does not have a home yet john that's going to be about fernando mania about about his trip from small town in mexico to dodger stadium to becoming the fernando valenzuela that we know and how that that the early part of his dodger career it's a scripted dramatic series where fernando is an executive producer on it and travis wants a role in this thing i do do you want a specific role no i just want to be in it uh, although well, I suggested start, yeah. Ron Paranowski. Ron Paranowski has been brought up. Yeah. Um, I've been, yeah, there's a, there's a couple of different roles that have been floated. But Ireland, do you know how we do uh, Jorge Briones Masterclass? Right. I decided to pull a scene for Travis Rogers oh, to excellent. perform. Okay. It is from a baseball movie. Okay. And it's from a baseball movie that I think you love. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to hand you the scene. You've had, you have not seen this scene. You do know what's, you do not know what's coming. It's completely off the top of your head. Producers for the Fernando series, please listen. Here is Travis Rogers. Well, I believe in the soul, the small of a woman's back, the hanging curveball, high fiber, good scotch, and the novels of Susan Sontag are self-indulgent, overrated crap. I believe Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. I believe there ought to be a constitutional amendment outlawing AstroTurf and the designated hitter. I believe in the sweet spot. Softcore porn. Opening your presents on Christmas morning, not on Christmas Eve. And I believe in slow, long, deep, soft, wet kisses that last for three days. Bravo. I have a friend of mine (laughs) that is a movie producer. John's getting involved. Ron Shelton? Ron Shelton. Well, I know Ron. And I know Ben, his nephew, really well. Yeah. Okay. But my friend that's a movie producer would say this about that particular audition. Okay. I think your best work is ahead of you. Yeah. Or a a casting director might say, you want another crack at that? (laughs) Does this this go to what AK, AK said yesterday? Go bigger? Go over the top? Should I go bigger? Well, Al Pacino had a second career by going over the top. I believe in the small of a woman's back. <laughs> no, I can't do I that. Take a flame flamethrower to this place. Yeah. So you guys are not filling me with confidence. I got to tell no. you, God no. is an absentee. Yeah, but this landlord. is practice here. This isn't the it's, real deal. Well, it's you know, I, I like the idea of I jumping into the grave. I believe Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. Well, that's Al Pacino doing Crash Davis, <laughs> right? I don't, I don't. If that's what they're looking for, they're gonna have to give me a little direction. All right. So, do you want to hear the way Costner, sure, actually I, I, performed I, this? Why not? We, Let's hear it. We thought we'd work ahead and actually show you the way it should be done <laughs> okay, by do the it. great Academy yeah, Award winner, sure. Kevin Costner. Well, I believe in the soul, the, the, the small of a woman's back, the hanging curveball, high fiber, good scotch, that the novels of Susan Sontag are self-indulgent, overrated crap. I believe Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. I believe there ought to be a constitutional amendment outlawing AstroTurf and the designated hitter. I believe in the sweet spot, softcore pornography, opening your presents Christmas morning rather than Christmas Eve, and I believe in long, slow, deep, soft, wet kisses that last three days. There you go. Trev, so, that was better. Yeah, yeah, that was better. You think? I think Costner's version of it you do. was really strong. Now, can I offer a counterpoint? Sure. Yeah, sure. That, that I don't know if it was his first role, but one of his first roles was playing a dead guy in The Big Chill. Yes, it where was. Where he just laid in a coffin. Well, right? actually, that's the role you you're looking saw for. his wrist. <laughs> okay, they cut him Your out. Your wrist, right? I think, is right for that role. <laughs> what I'm saying, what I'm saying is maybe giving me one of the iconic scenes in baseball cinema. Right. 
right. is not the jumping off point that I need. I need something a slightly more manageable, something that I have maybe a little bit more uh, range for. Well, and you also didn't rehearse this, right? No. We also just handed you the script. And, and I, was, I did think that there was Let's missing something out of that so- opening line. Yeah, there's definitely something <laughs> missing out of the opening Two line. Things, if you know, Yeah, if you know that scene, you know that, that we did a little editing there. John, what do you think? You think he's got a shot here and playing a part in this Fernando... <laughs> What do you think? I think his best work <laughs> is ahead of him. <laughs> I would love to argue, but I think you might be right. You took a good crack at I, it. I, you I think, took a swing. I, hey, what are you yeah. going to do? What um, are you going to do? By the way, you that, that line that my friend uses is just like the ultimate backhanded rejection. Oh, it's compliment. the worst. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. not even backhanded. Yeah. That, that's with your closed fist. Yes. <laughs> your advice of going straight to the top? Yes. I got a finally got an email back from Spirit oh, Airlines. Oh, you got an airline? Oh, oh, why, oh. Why do you have a dispute with Spirit Airlines? So I made a mistake. My girl, when she had booked, when I went to Houston, she booked my flight. Okay. And she had already paid Spirit Airlines charges, right? If you're going to take a bag with you, you're going to check a, a bag in. Yeah, they or, get you coming and going. Or it's even carry on. Death. Yeah, either one. So I did not know that she, on my way back, just wasn't paying attention. I'm getting. Um, uh, getting ready to get on the flight. So I paid $85 to take my bag on the flight. She had already paid for it. So I, okay. I basically paid twice for no reason. Gotcha. I hit, um, and I explained the story, and I got on the phone with them, customer service. They went nowhere. Uh, May said, why don't you just go straight to the top and email the CEO? Yes. Emailed the CEO. The third email, he obviously forwarded to somebody from customer support. Okay. She came back with this long thing, this, that, sorry for the inconvenience. And basically at the end, she said, please be guided that no refunds are due for this reservation. <laughs> oh, no. Cold-blooded. Well, no what, I, what they normally do is give you a credit. Like, yeah. give you an $85 credit, because then you have to fly Spirit again. Well, that's what yeah. he's trying to avoid. So that's now, what they offered. Now, that's what they offered me was the credit. And I'm like, oh. no, the whole purpose of me trying to get uh, the money back is I don't want to go back on Spirit. you have to fly Spirit again. Yeah, they've got you. They got me. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do that. I would sleep. I Take the credit rather than take nothing. No, I, you I'm, might need to fly Spirit just out of necessity one day. I feel like the credit is there for me. So now I'm just trying to get greedy and see if I get something else out of it. 85 yes. bucks, you could fly like six times on spirit no you can fly across the country you just can't take any bags <laughs> no <with> bags <laughs> emily what's the name of the uh retirement community in succession living plus living, living plus. plus so we were talking earlier today about if we were going to make our individualized retirement communities yes right that living plus was described as a cruise ship on the land which no thank you <laughs> i don't want okay, any just, part of can that can i just say my mom lived in a Del Webb community oh, yeah. out in the de- which Del Boca isn't, Vista. Isn't that basically <laughs> Living Plus? A little well, bit. Unless they have clubhouse, Iron Man pool, going through got, there and premieres my, uh, the my grandparents <laughs> lived in in a, a place outside of Tampa that basically was all their friends moved into this place and it was the greatest. I would go visit them once a year. First of all, they serve meals any time of the day. Yeah. Trav, there you have were, my attention. There were two golf courses, okay. and if you're a resident there, no greens fee. Hmm. You just go play. Yeah. And so, and basically, they, there's doctors and nurses on staff. So if somebody is near the end or at the end, they take care of that. Yep. Um, Living plus. Trav, I wanted. I at the time I was about 45. I wanted to move there. Well, yeah. I, like you mentioned, Del Boca Vista a second ago, John. I feel like I'm in a Kramer situation where I'm going to move down there well before my my retirement years. Right. Because what you're describing, limitless food on call whenever you want yep. it, green feeless golf, and medical care Isn't that's that around the corner. That's heaven. Kind of what I'm looking the for. Land. Now, I I would like to make a presentation for mine okay. using a gigantic screen. With with my dad on it me and my ireland you've seen succession right uh, not the most recent one, oh no. oh no okay yeah that's might be a little bit of a yeah i don't want to spoil part. i don't yeah. want to spoil yeah, don't spoil it. i'm gonna watch tonight yeah i don't want to spoil what okay. what would yours look like mace do you want like just and you don't strike me as an endless food guy you don't strike no. me you're not a golf guy no not what, a do, golf you, guy. what do you want 
Uh, like a well, weed theme. There would definitely community? be multi dispose. Yeah, um, dispensary on site yep, for me. Yes. Uh, it would be. Uh, it also be. It'd be for fun, but it also be for you know for getting old and creaky and all that stuff, which is really good. It would. Uh, it would probably. We would describe the slogan would be the high life. I <laughs> oh, think, that's good. Which I would like be that. Really strong. Not bad. Um, and uh, I think endless food is appropriate in a place where there is endless weed. Right? You do. <laughs> Need endless food. They do. What about you, Ireland? Do you want to live where your grandparents were? I do. I mean, yeah, that place was awesome. And uh, Trav, I'll meet you on the tee every morning at seven o'clock. We'll be at the pool by noon. <laughs> Which, by the bad. way, food at the pool. I was going to say we can hit the halfway house, get a little breakfast burrito at the turn, and I, I, I don't even want to wait until I'm old. I want to go in there now. Am I the only one that would have bought Waystar stock after they announced Living Plus? Because I definitely would have. I, de- I would buy Waystar. Can you buy Waystar stock? I would buy some Waystar stock. Okay. Well, isn't Waystar basically News Corp? Yeah, it is basically yeah. News Corp. Yeah. Although I think it's generally like Big Fox. Big Fox. But with ATN theme is parks Fox News. and ships. Right? And ATN is Fox News. Yeah. Exactly. Do, so, John, I'm going to try to ask this question without giving away anything. Are you enjoying this last season, Mace? I am. You are. I am. Yeah. John, Succession? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I think it's great. I can't wait to Do see you? how it okay. turns out. So every time they talk, I have not watched, every time they talk about it, it's kind of, even Morales as well, it doesn't sound like you guys Emily are Emily and I it. are kind of of a similar mind on, on this last season. I think there are parts that are really amazing, but I am just waiting until, it just feels like the thing happened. Yep. And it's been, there's a lot of episodes of Fallout that feel like it's the same thing happening over and over again. But I do like the Tom Schiff things. I oh, do like that stuff. the Tom Schiff stuff is great. to play Bitey? Bitey? Yeah, Bitey. <laughs> a little Bitey. A little Bitey, exactly. Yeah, yeah so it's, it seems a little bit repetitive, but I feel I like my- I love Roman losing his Everything mind could change at the end. All, all that stuff. I, I totally am digging it. Now, here's what I'll say. I'm glad the show is ending with its fourth season. Yes. It's be- it's better to end too early than too late to hang around. Now there's word that Ted Lasso might go on for another year, and I think Ted Lasso should end after three seasons. It, I think it's a perfect it's time to end it. Yeah, I've, I've, I haven't seen that. There, but, there are Chris made a good point too that, yeah. about the Sopranos that when when that ended, you didn't come back with another season after Gandolfini had died mm, and right. like, kind of try to tell the story without him. You need these no, you made that into a movie. Story. Right, yeah. I never did. I miss anything. Saints of with Newark. That? Actually, it was pretty good. That was, right? that was Gandolfini's kid playing Gandolfini. Yeah, I thought it was okay. It was you all need, right. You need the guy. You yeah. need the guy in that show. Michael Scott in The Office. Yes. Right? Steve Carell. The, the, after it was okay, but it wasn't the right. same show. Not it's anymore. hard, you guys, to nail the end of a show. I mean, look at Game of Thrones. They they failed miserably. Look at Seinfeld. They didn't even nail it. We were talking about that yesterday. Like, how does the legacy of the show change based on how they end it? I mean, a lot. A lot of people, when you mention Game of Thrones, are like, "Yeah, that ending sucked." I the hope Sopranos did a good job. So, did they? I Although so. a lot of people were confused, a lot of people I, didn't I, dig the end of the Sopranos. In the moment, because of the way it ended, it was a little confusing. But after you take a step back from it, that's it's actually like, interesting. It's like, well, that actually is I, a great I feel way the to same. end. It. Originally, I was like, "Huh?" Because and now, now our TVs think, weren't turned oh, off. Yeah, yeah. I watched uh, I watched the last Seinfeld the other day, and in concept. It actually should have worked. They all go to trial for just basically being bad humans, <laughs> and and they bring back everybody they were bad to yeah. and put them on trial. I mean, it, but it just when they executed it, it didn't really go. You know, it's a great. I, I liked it better that I watched when I saw it six months ago than when I saw great it finale. twenty go years ahead. ago. Cheers. I did, I thought Cheers was a dolphin. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was terrific. You gave each of those characters a little two-minute monologue in the in the last episode to mm. kind of wrap up their character, their philosophy, their their lot in life, and how they fit in to the fabric of that show. I thought it was Here's terrific. a bad sign. I don't remember anything really you, about the end Did you guys like Better show. Call Saul's ending? I love yeah, I did, too. I, did. I, thought I thought that was one of the... Breaking Bad completely nailed the end. Yeah, yes. Breaking Bad killed yeah. it. Yeah. The second to last episode of Breaking Bad, Osmandius, is one of the great episodes of TV of all time. It's always the penultimate. What, Episode, Which one yeah. was that? I don't remember the names. Tell me what happened. In that. I've seen the series. The one before where he went away, right, oh, John? He, he was. Yeah. He went to basically whatever Siberia, the equivalent of Siberia, right. far away from the whole thing, while while the world kind of churned. Um, yeah, I thought I thought the second to last, the penultimate episode, is the one you're supposed to pay attention to. More important than the uh, finale. Even. Succession needs to get uh, get on their horse. They need to get going for me. Boy, it, wake it, up, yeah. dude! No, wake up! You're no, missing it. I, you're I, missing it. I, I am. 
them falling asleep. You're right about that. No. That, that is happening <laughs> no. along the way. They do miss Logan, though. Logan Roy. <laughs> miss him. They miss Logan it's Roy. the entire hey, show. Trev, I just thought about a good thing for you to be in the Fernando movie. Go. You should be a baseball player. You should either be the opposing pitcher or somebody that Fernando strikes Terry out. Terry Forster. We talked about it uh, yesterday. Big For- yeah, but you're not le- you can't pull off Forster because you're not left-handed. I'm not a lefty. Right. We I'm tried going third base coach. We tried going pitching coach. I could play a baseball player as long as Umpire. it's a little bit from a distance. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, play. you're older now. That's true. You're yeah. older. You'd have to yeah. be a coach. Yeah, no, that's what I'm umpire. saying. Umpire. Umpire is exactly I got an umpire. Around, uh, an umpire is I, perfect. I gave a Dutch Renner. Remember Dutch Renner? Yeah. Ireland. Sure. Do you remember him? Of course. Do you remember his strike call? No. Yeah, it was like super demonstrative. It was he'd go, strike one. <laughs> yeah. For nine innings on every <laughs> wow, hitter. He would go crazy. So I could at least kind of maybe right, stand out I have out some bad scene. news for you. Mm. I just Googled Dutch Renner height. Uh-oh. 5'8". Five, 5'8". Eight. Five, eight. Well, we'll CGI it. Yeah. Right? We'll, we'll, we'll CGI the bottom. Well, it depends how big the guy they down. get to play Fernando is. Yeah. By the way, good luck with that. Yeah. Such an iconic motion, the the look, it's everything It's going to be else. somebody yeah. we've never heard of. It which has is, to be. You can't cast a known person he's gotta be able in that to role. Throw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? If you yeah. have oh, a guy how that's upset out, would you he's got to be? be left-handed. Yeah. Like, yeah. you got a very specific... Oh, oh you would lose it. You you see, oh. I, I do not like sports movies where the actors Boy, can't it's got to measure up to that documentary, doesn't it? <laughs> Nothing can. <laughs> yeah. Nothing can. Super Crosstalk, powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you tomorrow.